Todd O'Reilly's got a nice line. Victorian lockdowns are like police academy movies. Just when you think there can't be another one, there's another three. <laughs> I know. Which is unfortunate who, for them. It is. That's a good quote. Who is he? I hear he is. Titus? Who is he? He's a comedian in Melbourne. Yeah. Very funny Twitter account. You is he a good fella? Yeah, good fella. Should Very I, nice fella. Is he? Okay. Comes to the Yarkabar quite often and does shows, okay. so well worth okay. a watch. Hey, before we get to Phil, make sure you head to 5AA's Facebook page to vote for the Adelaide Footy League Goal of the Week. It's a couple of crackers in oh, round 13. Good level. A little bit of candy sold, a couple of bananas. Mm, mm. Bloke kicks a bomb from kicks the centre square. Fair square at his lemonade. Uh, last week's winner, Mitchell Marini from Adelaide Uni. The Blacks won by just two votes, so Stop it's that it. close. The goal kicker with the most reactions gets themselves a $50 voucher from Sip and Save. We love our mates at Sip and Save. Good so remember, team. if you're catching up with friends, you can do that by starting at Sip and Save. I know you and Sam, you're all over the suns, but as I've been telling you, Fear the deer. Ooh. They throw it in to Connaughton, and that'll do it. The NBA Finals are tied at two games apiece. It's a best of three now, and the whole team has won every game so far. Oh, boy, it's two all in the NBA Finals. Joining us, ESPN Sport broadcaster Phil Murphy. Phil, she's game on. <laughs> game on and series on. This is the 36th time in NBA Finals history that a team went down 2-0 in the best of seven. It's only the eighth in those 36 that the opposing team was able to level the series at two apiece. Both home teams have felt at home and looked apart. This was the most competitive game of the series. It was the only one where there were any bit of drama in the closing stages, but Milwaukee gets the win in front of a raucous crowd. Now we all exhale as the best of seven becomes the best of three. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee defended their home floor. I thought they were shot 2-0 down, Phil. I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be a clean sweep. Yeah, I don't know if, I mean, there, there was always the expectation that Milwaukee would get at least one of the games here at home. And if, if you would have told me that they would have only won one, I would have tipped that game three. It was their first final game at mm-hmm. home in 47 years. I mean, this fan base has been so starved for a championship caliber team. So I knew the atmosphere would be great, and that showed. They won game three by 20 points. This game was the one where there was an extra day off. Phoenix had an extra day to game plan, see how they would punch back, counter Giannis Antetokounmpo's dominance inside. And and to a degree, they did that. I mean, his numbers were tremendous, but it, it certainly wasn't the same impact Giannis had in the last two games. What they couldn't have accounted for was the heroics of Chris Middleton going shot for shot with Devin Booker and really providing a second elite scoring option for Milwaukee. And now we have a, a tremendous series with no shortage of storylines to head into mm. these final three games. Chris Paul turned it over a bit. How sloppy was he today? Oh, I mean, he turned it over a bit the last few games. He had five turnovers in this game, 15 in the last three games overall. Mm. Now, some of that, he's handling the ball in every possession. He's certainly going to be turning the ball over a lot. But the problem is the times at which they happened. He had two critical turnovers in that fourth quarter only had 10 points which is the fewest he's had in a game since early in the first round of these playoffs against the lakers so his shot wasn't falling timely turnovers again you can have five turnovers kind of quietly if it's a you know tipped pass here or there but in decisive moments of the game unfortunately those are going to be the plays on highlights they were on ours on on sports center australia coming up this evening so that is going to be a blemish on a series that, uh, up until this point, he was the, the punter's favorite to win MVP. I haven't seen the updated markets, but I'd be a little bit surprised if he were still in that position. Okay, game five in Phoenix. We're back to Milwaukee. And then if we need the seventh in Phoenix, who do you like from here? You know, I mean, I, I just had this conversation with my producer. It's going back and forth. 
it feels like Milwaukee's talent level is higher. Their ceiling is higher. They seem a little bit more mistake prone and actually have some issues for me from my vantage point with execution in key moments. But when it comes down to it, their ceiling being higher, having the best player on the floor, Giannis, I have to tip them, but I do think we're going all seven days. NBA draft, 29th of July. All eyes on our man, Josh Giddy. ESPN had him as high as 10. Where do you think, Phil? I mean, it, it, at first they were saying 14, and, and, and then you start to see how the, the picks fall. And that, the Pelicans picking at 10 is very interesting to me because the Pelicans will not keep that pick. They're going to trade it away in some kind of package for a veteran leader to pair with Zion Williamson. And that opens up the floodgate. Any team that is keen to add a guy like Josh Giddy, and many teams are, his stock is, is going through the roof. And I'm not just saying that because I'm talking on radio in Adelaide, but he is a very, very hot commodity now Ooh. for NBA scouts. I think there are a lot of teams that would be willing to add him to their roster, develop him, just 18 years old, scored 14 points against Nigeria yesterday, a 39-point win for Australia. He's going to have a showcase in Tokyo I mean, I, I think 10 is a give or take a position or two. He could perhaps go even a spot or two higher if he really dazzles in Japan. I think that's a good spot where he'd land, and he's just yet another young Aussie star in the NBA. NFL's about to fire up. Will they have crowds? I know the NBA are. And is the ruling there with crowds, if you're vaccinated, you're in? It depends on the state. You know, you know the U.S. has 50 different states and thus 50 different regulations with crowds. I mean, the NFL for much of last season, some of those teams were getting high percentages of crowds, and the Super Bowl had 25,000. Yes. That was back in February. Some states are having uh, vaccinated sections of stadiums that are full capacity, no mask requirements, and then unvaccinated sections. That's kind of a hot topic and a, a debated point. But most teams will have stadiums at most capacity. Again, I was just in, I am in Milwaukee for the NBA Finals. I'm going to Arizona for, uh, game five of the finals, there are NFL teams in both of these states, no capacity limits, no mask requirements yeah. in stadiums, just encouragement to continue to get vaccinated because, you know, at least here in the United States, we're seeing favorable statistics for that. Great work, Phil. Good call. Speak soon. All right. Sounds great. Good man. ESPN's Phil Murphy there. Uh, go the Phoenix Suns.